We're going to switch gears today. Ooh, why do I sound so echoey? It's very odd. I don't think my, is my mic on? Okay, very good. Uh, we are going to have a couple of comedians in here. First, in studio with me, we'll have Zhao Ying Summer. She's a friend and a brilliant comedian and has a great story and a lot to talk about. Brad Williams is supposed to uh, stop by as well, that we haven't heard from him yet. Uh, Dumpster Baby and a Dwarf is how this, this episode was framed by Caleb. We'll explain to you what that's all about. Stay with us. We will be right back. We'll also be out on Twitter Spaces uh, taking calls perhaps a little bit later. Stay with us. Our laws, as it pertains to substances, are draconian and bizarre. The psychopaths start this way. He was an alcoholic. Because of social media and pornography, PTSD, love addiction, fentanyl and heroin, ridiculous I'm a, I'm a doctor for <laughs> sake. Where the hell do you think I learned that? I'm just saying. You go to treatment before you kill people. I am a clinician. I observe things about these chemicals. Let's just deal with what's real. We used to get these calls on Loveline all the time. Educate adolescents and to prevent and to treat. If you have trouble, you can't stop and you want to help stop it. I can help. I got a lot to say. I got a lot more to say. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the holiday season and our friends at GenuCell Skincare want to give you the gift of younger looking skin with their best sale of the year. For the first time ever, get over 60% off our favorite skincare bundles at GenuCell.com slash Drew. GenuCell has so many products that Susan and I love. GenuCell's XV Moisturizer. It locks in moisture, making dry spots a thing of the past. It's especially great with the colder weather coming in. And with its immediate effects... Two, you can see these results in as little as 12 hours, guaranteed, or your money back. Susan loves GenuCell's Vitamin C Serum and the new Deep Correcting Serum with Lactic Acid. It hydrates your skin while preventing future wrinkles from developing. Take advantage of this amazing holiday savings by going to GenuCell.com and getting over 60% off right now. Plus, all orders are upgraded to free shipping for the rest of the holiday season. Use code DREW at checkout for an extra 10% off your entire order. That's genucel.com slash Drew, G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash D-R-E-W. Welcome to our studio, Xiao Ying Summers. We are a fan and a friend. Welcome. It's my honor. I'm so happy to be here. I should come here more because it's only 15 minutes from my house and I can leave my children. <laughs> Susan will set you up for that. She's, she's, she's dying already. So there's a lot to today's show, which is that Susan worked very hard to get this set up, get this studio set up, so we could welcome people right into the into the studio. We haven't fully finished the cameras and the lighting, all this stuff. We had Steve in here a couple weeks ago, a week ago, and now Jiaying because she lives so near us, which I can't get through my head. It's <laughs> it's just so weird to me that anyone lives near us that we know who is particularly a comedian. That uh, the the San Gabriel Valley, but I a good I mean, comedian, a brilliant comedian. But I guess there are a lot of Chinese people out in this area. A yeah, lot, a lot. We we got my mom here because it's easy for her. She doesn't speak good English to me either, but <laughs> <laughs> it's convenient for my mom. Because there's other there's other people of. Uh, from her culture and who yes. speaks her language and things. And uh, explain the dumpster baby uh, part of the story because people were already reacting to that. Like, what? Huh? What? People, it's, it's, it's very funny because people ask, ask me like, oh, how, how do you know, you know, you are a dumpster baby? Like my, my dad tells me every Tuesday, you know, that's what, how I know <laughs> when I can speak. <laughs> e or san like one two three. You're you're from the dumpster. You know, it's it's not like he went until I am. Smart enough to process that he's he loves me. No, he's like, 
we kept you. You don't have a penis, so do better. So I know it very early on. And it's every girl would tell their story about, oh, I left, you know, I lived in my、uh, auntie's house for 10 years. I lived with another relative in a different city for like 13 years. Because you didn't, have a, you didn't have a penis. It's, well, yeah, it's missing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's missing. But it's, my father still kept me because he really d o love me. So, so, even though he disdained you for not having a penis, the fact that he kept you、mm-hmm. was extraordinary. It showed his love. Yeah, I'm very, like,、mm-hmm. I'm very lucky and I, I, I don't want to brag, but I feel very bad for other girls. I think he loves me. They all went to the orphanage or the dumpster, stayed in the dumpster, yeah, right? Yeah. So he rescued you from the dumpster. He didn't. My mom did. Your mom did. She, she felt bad for me because she heard me crying and she t h i n k if, you know, She didn't save, save me. What is going to make her life worse? Right. And, and you mentioned I, before, this all st- before the cameras heated up here, you were sitting very perfectly still with imp- yeah. Inc- impeccable posture. And you said something to me about why that is so.、And、my mom smacked me with a spoon, like a wooden spoon, a big one.、Mm-hmm. She'll smack me. She's like, You're already ugly. The only thing you can do is to stand up straight.、Mm-hmm. And you know, that's the least you can do. That's the least you can do. Yeah, she just and- d o that. She's like, do, do not slouch. You are short, you know. And, and does she still get on you about、uh, not being, not looking the way she wants you to look or not being a perfect child? Or, yes, yes.、Mm. She'll smidge my lipstick. She's like, your lipsticks, you, you draw it too big. Your lips too big. Just do not draw it so big.、Mm. You, you know, you are drawing attention to your lips. And then we were at、uh, Jimmy Kimmel Club、mm. when I hang out with you and Susan and Lunel.、Yes. So it's in Las Vegas. We went yeah, and saw Zhao Ying in Las Vegas. And she also very kindly helped us out on a, a show we did in New York. And Susan's what? Susan wants to talk. Yes, yes. all true. All true. All true. And, and we're hanging out. That's where you were worried about your lipstick. My mom was walking outside.、Uh, she saw the mar- marquee at the chemo club and she said that、uh, you really do look better in photos. <laughs> <laughs> Does she ever give you a break? Is there anything positive she ever says? Or is that, is that just contrary to Chinese mom instinct?、Uh, never. There's never. nothing nice. But only one time she was nice to、uh, me is when、mm. I had this. Really ugly fight with my ex husband. I was on my way out to tape my 30 minute special for Peacock.、Mm. And he was trying to just、uh, discourage me. He was saying, Oh, remember you used to stutter when you were little? I read an article if you do a big event and you got nervous, it's likely you are going to stutter. So you should not do the show. So hold on, slow down. So you, you pack a lot into everything you say. So, <laughs> so, so, all, the so, so all the trauma. Yeah, it's all the trauma. <laughs> I, I understand.、Um, but did you stutter when you were a kid? I did a little bit.、Okay. I was very insecure. So I used to stutter, but then I was able to overcome it. And, and you were insecure because you were rescued from a dumpster? No, because no. I was ugly. Because you were ugly. Yeah,、oh. because I wasn't. In、sick. the eyes of your mom, at least. Yes, because.、Yeah. Well, other people too, because I、How、wasn't pretty. Oh, you, you told me about skin color yeah, or something? My yeah, my big lips and my jaw, and they call me Cage Fighter. That's my nickname. Cage Fighter? Yes. The problem with me is that I refuse to believe I was ugly, so I try to do the pretty girl thing. And then that's how I get all the attacks. All the attacks? From、uh, other kids. Did, did the other, you know, girls around age 12 to 14 get very cruel with each other?、Yes. Was that happening?、Yeah. So you got it for being pretty and not being pretty enough, both?、Um, I, I got it for being not pretty and tried to do pretty girl shit.、Uh, who was it that mostly、uh, came at you? I think the, the guys and the girls, they, they just, they're, they're like, you, you're not going to wear pink. You know, you should not be dancing <laughs> with the girls. You, you're, you know, you're like a man. I figured out by just give up. I cut my hair short, start doing sports, and start doing well in school. So Did you ever think about transitioning? 
I that would be good. I didn't know there's technology. You didn't know that was the path- yeah. That, that, was that a, would be life changing. That, that yeah. would you. I mean, your dad would love you again for one. Thing. I know. I know. Think about that. That would be really good. Is, for is me. that just? It really brings up an interesting topic. You know, uh, now being female is not as disparaged now in China as it was when you were a baby, right? It's, now it's, it's good to be. Now a girl. it's good to be a girl. Very good. Um, but it was there any th- movement in the transgender direction or the. T- or the Chinese Communist Party didn't like that. I allow think that. Uh, in in Thailand they have a lot of Thailand does have a lot of, but that's boys not China. transitioning yes, into yes, girls because yes. it's expensive to raise a boy. It's cheaper to raise a girl. If you are a girl, you can be a dancer. You can make money for the family. A boy, you have to pay a lot of money to for the wedding to get a girl. But in China right now. It's good to be a girl. Even ugly girls, they are having a good time but, <laughs> because the gender. I mean, like there's gaps. There's more. More guy, less girls. Uh-huh. It's very hard for them to find a wife. So it's a market issue. It's a market we, issue. Yeah, girl, girls yeah. are more in demand. But but back to when it was different, when women were disdained. Did did anybody want to become female? Cutting any cutting of penises off and losing um, penises? No, we would want to be a girl, but becoming. I'm sorry, it'd be the other way around. Good building mean, penises. I'm that sorry. would be a fantasy. It's, we didn't know you can do that because you, like X-ray is not legal. Because if you know it's a girl, you abort the baby immediately. So that's why they won't make it legal for, for ultrasound. Whoa. So like it's transitioning would be... So hold on now. So so is so much of that stuff that went on with females being a problem, that's not a government thing? That was a cultural thing? Um, it's, uh, it's always been a cultural thing that a man is worth more every... Like if you see all of the period piece of the Chinese history, yeah. all the shows, every woman is competing to have a boy. Uh-huh. If you have a man, you you basically you become the important but, woman. But, but there was some of that in sort of feudal Western societies too, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah, just, but in China it's worse, I think. We and it worse. kept going. It kept going a lot yes, longer. Yes, in China. How, how do you experience? What was it like coming here? And mm-hmm. I mean, I think females are valued here, right? Or do you see it differently? Um, we are valued a little bit. More. A little bit. With, like, in America, like, you know, this, in terms of speech, we empower women verbally. But deep down, we try to be sneaky about trying to fuck women up. <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah. We, in America, you know, we're like, women have the same <sighs> rights. And, you know, um, Michelle Obama read this amazing book. She, she tried to empower women. But yeah. then yeah. Um, when we were little girls, they, they would just be like, oh, that's not uh, the girl thing to do. You know, girls don't uh, do that. Uh, but uh, not in a way like you, you are worth well, that's less. Still, but that's still your mom in your head, though, isn't it? Do you do that to your daughter? Uh, no, I don't want to do it to her because yeah. uh, she's perfect. She, uh, I mean, she, you know, her, she's a little choppy. You know, she could take some <laughs> of them picks, but nobody's perfect, right? And she's what, nine? Uh, no, she's she's three. Three, know. three. So just, she just, just turns three. Getting into the ozempic range. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I would love oh. to talk to Doctor Ju about that. <laughs> but yeah, and, and, and she's very chubby. But um, but then you, she's perfect, and you love her. But then you're handing her over to your mom a little bit. Uh, my mom actually um, thinks my daughter is better than me. Ah. She said, your daughter, I think she's a genius. Mm. I said, why is she a genius? It's like, she's just so much smarter than you because you've been speaking English for 30 years. You don't speak a word. She's been learning for three years. Her English is better than yours. I said, mom, she was born in America. Like she speaks English. It's, it's only language. means that she's not a moron. <laughs> she's not stupid. That's all. It's not that she's smart. And I was like, you are just jealous of her. Oh. So she, she likes my daughter. Uh, she, she thinks my daughter just... Uh, is cuter mm. and smarter than me mm. and uh, better. 
And and so you you've been here how long? Oh my God. It's too long. I still don't speak English. I feel embarrassed. Your, your English is excellent. The accent is a little heavy. But yeah, your, it's heavy. Your, your yeah. accent is your English. 2009, is I came to America. I went to Kentucky. And you don't have a Southern accent, which is thank God. That would be I, odd. I, I don't have one. I yeah. yeah. So you came into Kentucky. How do you guys end up there? I I applied for a lot of schools. I want to leave my mom. I mean, okay. I, I didn't care. About, I I'd rather go to Kentucky than being with my mom. That's yeah. so you were just fleeing China, fleeing your mom. Yeah, I need yeah. to leave her. Yeah. So I, I decided that wherever like right now. they'll take me. Yeah. And what were you doing in China at the time? Just high school kind of thing? Or I did high school. I was learning English. Mm. I, I wanted to be doing acting, but mm. uh, I couldn't get in any of the school plays. Because Why? they won't let me play the girls. They, uh, just, they were just like, you, you can't play Alice in Wonderland. You can't, you Why can't, can't you play a girl? Because the girls are pretty. And I have, I'm just too much. I think a Chinese culture wants girls to be like a shy and... Uh, Pale, like a light skin and just like a really shy and just so you, like a, so you <laughs> and like shy. I'm just like I'm like I want to be the fucking queen. And they were like somebody lock her up. So so talking about vaginas and fucking chicks up and stuff. They, they, not, yeah, not they, the thing yeah, they, no. yeah, they will slap me. They will slap you. Yeah, other girls would slap you, or your mom would slap my you. My mom and yeah. uh, it's hard in China because uh, <laughs> they won't let us date in high school. Why? Well, who I lets? never had what a boyfriend. Who, who who determines whether you can date or not? Uh, when you are talking to a boy in private, yeah. the teacher is gonna call your mom and tell oh. them that you are a whore. Whoa. So Jesus. I got called doing homework with one of my classmates. My uh. mom. She came to school. She beat me up. She's like, I can't believe I raised a whore. And then I didn't even have my first kiss. So, and then when I was 25, I was single. She's like, why can't you be a whore and seduce a man? What, <laughs> what's your problem? Why are you so single? <laughs> and that was after college, right? Yes. So she and, just expects you to and did not you go talk to, to boy. Did you go to graduate school after that? I went to, I didn't go. I just didn't waste any money because the renting LA is expensive. I, I just came here directly from Kentucky. Why here? What was the Hollywood? Well, be acting again or? Yes, I want. I started theater on the side, but I didn't want to be a starving artist, so I started. I studied business. Uh, I came to LA and I wanted to um, find a good job while mm. I can learn learn acting to do really good training. So, so the idea was a day job so you could support your passion. Yes. Yes. Which is what happened, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. I did well. I'm, yeah. I'm. If I'm in business, I'll be so much. Better and happier, happier, happier than a, being a comedian. Um, I wouldn't think happier because you can't talk shit about people and still work uh, if you work a normal I job. I suppose not. Yeah, well, yeah. you got to be careful. And then even like even you are the boss, you can't do it. It's really sad. Yeah, so America sad. has freedom. It's I don't but think. Well, it's really not cool. the same kind of freedom you're used to on stage. Who mm -hmm. do you who do you talk who do you like talking shit about most in your act? I think uh, whoever is being a hypocrite. Mm. I, can't, I can't stand There's that. a lot of those these yeah, days, right? Yeah, I can't. I just, uh, I prefer, I don't care you are corrupt. I want you to be honest about it. That's why I like the Kardashians. You know, they just, uh, they are honest. They love money. Mm. They love big black dicks. And uh, <laughs> they love uh, all the good things in life. And uh, they fucking chase it. And then they mm. get it and people mm. hate them. But they are mm. honest about it. Mm. But then somebody else, you know, they, they, they say they love people. They care about things, but they just don't. Who, who <laughs> and, uh, are you thinking of when you say that? Um, Meghan Markle. Ah, okay. So Meghan Markle bugs you. I had a dream we were with the Kardashians last night. That we were with them? Yeah. Or, or... <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> That's funny. Now, I think in your act, you said, uh, I think I picked this up, that you said your name is hard to pronounce. So you just We can just call you Stacy. Stacy it... or like a Joanna or like annoying. My iPhone just turned into annoying every time <laughs> I type my name. My iPhone goes annoying. <laughs> it says annoying. Yeah. 
Stacy or Joanna or Joanna? Joanna. Joanna. People call me Joanna. I don't know why. Joanna is harder than Zhao Ying. But it, not for us. Yeah, for you guys, yeah. it's easier. It's, it, and I could see how they could see this the J and the A jumping out and just go, yes, oh, Joanna, Joanna. It must be misspelled. The phone must be doing yep. something. The word check must be doing yes. something wrong. Does, do you get insulted when people call you Stacy or Joanna? Stacy somehow a lot funnier, I got to say. I, <laughs> I, I, I think I, I'm like, my Kentucky name would be Stacy. Yeah, it like would be. Stacy. Like the cousin I, you, is a good pussy. You never... <laughs> I, I never, you you do talk a lot of shit, but I never hear your sort of inner dialogue on this country and your sort of secret thoughts about, I, I'd love your insights into, go ahead, like what I you think, think of us. I think and American you, people, you guys are so spoiled. You bitch about little bullshit and you should relax. Mm, mm, because, because you are so, so, you guys are so spoiled with all of the freedom, good things you have in life <laughs> and you still bitch about little bullshit. Give me an example. Like I have this friend, uh, she was like, it was a college friend. She was just very fragile. And she said her mom messed her up. And mm. she, she, she's really hate her mom. And she has this big problem. She go to therapy to repair it. I think therapy is good, but she's like my mom. Um, she's a bitch. She did not come to my body recital twice. Right, right. Talk, I just, I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? Because yeah. you, you have fat ankle. You are a bad ballerina. Were you good? <laughs> like, did you win? Like, are you a ballerina now? She's like, no, but I don't bet me. If you were good, your mom would be there. You are not the number one. You know, if you're number one, she'll be there. You should refund her the money. Like it's expensive. <laughs> Body class is very expensive. Like you should refund. Like why you cry about it? You because you are a loser. You, I would never like. I don't believe she won't be there if you're the number one. She's like oh, I wasn't number one. I was, the, I was close. No, no, that's just you failed. That's okay. <laughs> and then she's like, Wow, you're so perfect. How's your mom? I'm like, My mom took me back from the dumpster, even though my penis was missing. <laughs> I don't want to brag, but you know, I'm very privileged. And so I just that's why I'm like, why are you complaining? You are not the best. Why would you expect your mom to be there? She's working. Well, and so, so you can pay for your classes. And so the the sort of victim, we've sort of perfected being victims in this country, haven't we? Yes. And and, uh, and you've often said to, to me, uh, Dr. Drew, why am I so fucked up? Yeah. But you really don't want to know. You never go further than that. It's always just. Uh, I know I'm messed up, and I I'm honest about it. Some people are like I'm perfect. I'm just like I'm not. It's just, I'm a piece of shit, and something is wrong. And I'm guessing it affects you most in your relationships, like romantic relationships. It does too. It yeah. does. That's where that's where this kind of stuff sort of surfaces. Yes, I yeah. I attract narcissists. Ah, interesting. And your ex husband, no exception, I imagine. I think so. He's yeah, not to yeah. talk shit about him. Yeah, he's handsome. Rich, kind on the paper, like mm. he does charity, so people mm. don't know he's evil. Um, <laughs> he's so nice to me at the beginning, and I, I just try to brag about it. he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, and he's not gay. There's nothing wrong about him. I mean, being gay is okay, but being gay and being married to a woman is not okay right. for a woman, you know? We watched Mastro, Maestro yes. last night. So mm. I just thought he was perfect, then I find out he's, he's a psycho. Um, and then, like after we divorced, I realized I always knew he's an engineer. But after we got divorced, I realized he's a mechanic. I mean, like he's actually also a electrical engineer. That's why he's so good with gaslighting. Ah, so he's sort of a manipulative. He can manipulate uh, emotional systems as well as mechanical systems. Yes. Yeah. And and the the way he has sort of left your kids uh, sort of abandoned is troubling. That, yes. that I don't dig. I, I, he wants to punish me. He want me to uh, the old me would feel guilty. Because I choose divorce, now they don't have a father. Uh, but the new me, that the post-Dr. Jew Susan me, mm. I'll be like, no, 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 it's your fault. Obama was fine, he has no dad. Ha! 
so I I don't feel guilty. I spend the I I can be the dad and the mom. So you're you're raising the first Chinese American president. I I hope so. I mean, See, my son also, needs a double eye surgery, so he doesn't talk too Chinese, so let's, they would accept him. <laughs> let's go all the way. Let's yeah. let's go. That's the first Chinese American female president. Let's really. Let's she go has to go some. to poly. She has to go to private school here. So they, she wants to go to schools that our kids. <laughs> 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 so, she needs to at least go to. That's a poly. in fact why state. That's why Joanna's here today. She wants to sort of start the ground. All right, Joanna, we'll get started. <laughs> yeah, I should change my name to Joanna so people understand. I'm also a Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ, our Savior, the Lord. <laughs> so, yes, what, 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 not diverse enough. What is the religious situation in uh, China now? Is it that, uh, because there was a lot of Confucianism at one time, right? And then there yes. was Taoism, and there was religion beauty. is not a not a thing encouraged in China, right? But you can be any religion. People let you be. Yeah. Just, uh, uh, I think my grandmother was, uh, I think, believing Buddha. Yeah, there's a lot of Buddhism. Yeah, right? Buddhism, and mm -hmm. I believe in, um, I believe in karma. Karma. Yeah, I believe in. Because uh, you wanted shit to happen to your ex-husband, right? Yes, I believe in karma. Yes, yeah, that, that's and, where that's very important for you. Yeah, yeah, I just really believe in um, respect other people's religion. I, I I'm really against the, um, try to convert people. Mm. When they don't want to mm. believe in you, mm -hmm. then you get pissed off and start lying to them about bullshit. Like give me an example. What so I when I was in Kentucky, this girl, I'm not saying her religion because I want to be alive. So she uh, said that, uh, you know, uh, God loves everybody. Mm. He loves all of us. Mm. And uh, that's why he gave you this beautiful nose. Your nose. Yes. Mm. So I said, um, do you think God loves everybody? She goes, yes. I said, but why would God give you that nose? <laughs> and then she was like, oh my God. <laughs> I said, I don't think God loves you. I think you should find a new God. <laughs> and then we never talk again. And then she was like, I can see there's, there's doubts in her eyes from, since she talked to me. She doubts her, her, her religious faith? I think so. Uh, you, you, you added a sprinkling of reality. Yeah, she's like, I, I don't like my nose, but I think I should accept it. So, so when did you start, speaking of accepting, when did you start seeing yourself as not ugly and as an attractive female? Uh, I, I try to love myself, but I don't, love, I don't want to love myself We haven't gotten much. there yet. We're way off that. Yeah. So. I, I, I think for, for, for some moments, I think I'm kind of cute. Mm. After the filters and photoshops, and I'm like, huh. But, 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 when, that's not, but when did you start to come in? your own i mean like when you when you like i'm guessing you pursued your husband like he fit a model that your mom would be mm, happy when with. when we when we met that uh, he 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 asked me out and he was very low-key he was very nice and then he wanted to uh date me and uh, i pretend i don't because i want to trap him so mm, i said oh i don't know so then i'm just like wait until we have sex with for a long time and uh, I, I it was a whole game so he know i'm marriage material then uh -huh. I just, uh, I want to trap him before you, he wants to trap me. I, I see. So you got him. You yeah, I got him. him. Uh -huh. And that was... Uh, mistake. It's a huge mistake. Yeah. Huge mistake. Huge. I, really? I mean, you got your kids and look at your career the, now and stuff. The kids and, are cute. I mean, I mean, my, my son's really great. My daughter, yeah, you know, it comes with her. <laughs> <laughs> Susan, do you have any questions for, for Stacey? Uh, I, I'm, I'm seeing, I've never seen her laugh so much during an interview that I've done. So I don't want to get on your bad side. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay, it's okay. Um, <laughs> I think I'm, it would take yeah, a while. Yeah, I'm not, uh, an, I, I like that I'm not a Mother Teresa. I don't want to be, um, people think, try to um, protect my image. I don't have an image. Um, 
I, but I love how straightforward she is, and her comebacks are amazing. So oh, they're fast. They're, <laughs> I, I always try to tell my daughter is, to have good comebacks. She is the quickest person I, I've probably ever met. I would say it's, it's almost like you're reading people's mind and generating your response before we say it. <laughs> they're laughing and, on Rumble and, too. Nice. And um, she was on with me and Adam. That's where I first met Chow Yang. Let me let me have my camera here. Um, and you know, Adam and I have a podcast. It's Adam and Dr. Drew show, and. Uh, somebody booked Zhao Ying, and I go, "Who is this? How? What? What?" And she's on the, she's there talking about magic vaginas and things, and I'm like, "Who is this woman? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was that you were talking about? What caught my attention?" Oh, and you the magic vagina? Yeah, I don't remember, but I I was probably talking about uh, I didn't know after you had baby, your vagina snapped back. Ah, if I magic. knew that, I would have a lot of baby to trap rich men. Like I did not know that. Why? Why would a lot of babies? Oh, you'd have them with rich men. You yeah, keep so having I have them. a lot of opportunities. Like yeah. uh, I, I don't want a baby to ruin my life. But now right. I'm older. I understand. Just uh, trap the man, get the money, and get the fuck out. But now I know that I can tell young woman just do it. But uh, when I was younger, I had something that's a disease. I had a dignity. <laughs> don't don't do it. <laughs> you have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, I had dignity. Okay, Jua, are you, I, I don't, don't think I've ever heard Caleb laugh like that. Never. <laughs> and so, no more, no more dignity. What Young ha- woman, use your look. What it will you, go away. So you've you, you've devolved into sort of Machiavellianism. Is that how? You now say? I'm now I don't have any dignity. But like I'm yeah. a, I'm a female comedian in my mid thirties. No man want to talk to me. No man want to fuck me. So it's that, too late. That but has I can to be. be the, that has to be bullshit. I, but I can you're be, doing that if that's happening. I feel that way, but I can be the fairy godmother to the, all the young women need, needing advice. That's true. Yeah, I'll just be, tell yeah. them, honey. Yes, you can and you should fuck your way to the top. You should do it. Yeah. <laughs> that you were, that was the magic vagina thing. You, yes. you were sort of advocating that. I did not know that. You you you're, like mm. yeah. If you eat healthy and mm. you hate yourself, you hate your, yourself. Your your vagina will snap back. Mm. But if you love yourself, you keep eating. Uh. Uh-uh. So so. <laughs> So yeah, vaginas handle essentially a, a bowl, a small bowling ball, and uh-huh. uh, then bounce back. I did so, not know that, Doctor yeah. Joe. Nobody told me that. Yeah, yeah. What did you imagine? That it just I thought just like gonna just gonna open, and then that's uh, the that's uh, unhappiness opens up with the kids, and that's all your life should be. I didn't know it's not back. So it's sort of like everything prolapses. You'll just yes, get things I have falling, no idea. falling out at a certain yeah. point. So. Women's really powerful. Really... Women are very powerful. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is true. So tell me more about that, about women's power, because I don't think it's odd to me. So so this is, a diff, this is kind of interesting terrain, because women treat each other like shit, mm-hmm. starting around age 12. Yes. Which I find concerning because mm-hmm. you should be empowering or at least supporting each mm-hmm. other but you do the opposite generally yes except when you don't when you don't you're very supportive and it's good but it's for the most part your instinct is kind of yes knock each other down right yes women hate each other That's, we, we i think we were brave to hate each, hate each other we is it bred or is it something genetically bread, genetically yeah. and then the society influences you to hate each other so it's easier for men to control women when they are is it that or is it that there is that the, they have this frankly, delusion, that's still no longer the case in China, that males are a limited resource that they have to compete for. Yes, I think so. I think it's just uh, Maybe the things will change in, it's co- in, in code. Encoded. Yeah, but you can encoded, fight against sorry. it, though. I, you, why don't we encourage women to fight against that? I feel like because it's so hard for a woman to rise, like when you rise up, uh, it's so hard, and uh, you just... Uh, you try to empower other women, yeah. and you try, but uh, they end up not grateful, and then they mm. end up uh, taking your husband. You're like, you know what? Fuck all of you. I'm just gonna 
Just did, did somebody take me, your husband? Uh, I wish somebody <laughs> took him so uh, I can, yeah, no, nobody took him because. He didn't remarry. I don't think he did. His passion is to torture me. That's what he wanted in life. He's, he didn't like to cheat because that's not as pleasurable as making my life miserable. So he could, so he could be claim being virtuous. Uh, yes. And go at you. Exactly. Create, he never yeah. cheats. He didn't smoke. Didn't yeah. drink. It's, she's the bitch. Yeah. Look, exactly. I am perfect. Yes. This woman. Yes. This Stacy yeah. lady is yeah. just a problem. Yes, Stacy from Kentucky is a problem. How did he? And he did, and he's from Ch Shanghai. Chinese men, <laughs> stay away, ladies. And he went back to Shanghai. I don't know. I I, I hope so. You don't I, even know. I don't know. I try to keep my distance. I if I need something, I'll email the lawyer to find out what's going on. Ooh. Because if you are not giving me money, I don't think we should be talking. Right, right. Then, <laughs> I mean, let's be practical here. And, and so, so let, let's go back to dignity and your life as a comedian. It's good not to have dignity as a comedian, right? I think so. I yeah. think dignity, dignity is not, uh, it's not it's good not for funny. people. It's not funny. It's not good for It's the source of all pain. pain. When did, <laughs> source of all pain? Yeah. What's that, Susan? I know I'm going to. Is Brad there? Is I was sort of giving Brad a chance to come in before. I think did, so. Right, is, Yay. Caleb, Brad is ready after the break. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So uh, I'll take I'll take uh, Stacy off the off the hot seat in a second. <laughs> but but <laughs> but but before I do. Before I do, how has your life as a comedian made you feel? How have you been? How has that been for you? I think uh, I am liberated as a woman, as a mom, as a daughter, as a human, as a dumpster baby, as a comedian. I think it gave me the vessel to be myself. When was it? Comedy normally like has a moment where it, it hits you. Like, I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that moment? I remember being taught, being told to do comedy by John Singleton, but it wasn't, it didn't click. He saw something in me that I don't know about. What, but were I you knew. acting? Were you doing comedic acting? I auditioned for him uh -huh. uh, for a Rebel, and he asked me to improv, and uh -huh. I just started saying funny things, and he just started laughing so hard, way too hard, like the black laugh, you know, like there's something going on. He's like <laughs> literally laughing. He's nobody paying for him to do that. So I, I knew he was laughing. I remember, yeah, I always been funny because I want attention. I wasn't pretty, so I'm always funny my whole life, trying to get attention. Then uh, he asked me to do open mics and I started doing it. John Singleton did? Yeah, he got my phone number, tried to push me to do it. He just saw something. Wow. He, he said, you're gonna be That's a star if you do stand up. I said, do oh I have the job now? He said, no, I no. don't understand what you said, get out. <laughs> Did he advise you to work on your accent or just he's go a, do comedy? He's like, it's not going to happen. Just be funny. and you. Because he's right that the, your, your accent works in the comedy. Yeah, he's like, just don't worry about your accent. You're not going to fix it. But if you got funny, your accent become a plus. And so and so you started doing open mic? Yeah, and I didn't see magic. I don't feel like I'm I, what the John Singleton see. I never saw did, it. Were the audiences reacting positively or did you have to really grind it out to get the Very positive? grind out. At the beginning, I think I, I, I have to overcome my accent and how to hold a mic, how to be not be shy and where did you stupid. do open mic where shitholes in koreatown little bars in downtown and like los angeles you did it yeah, here i started in la which is not the usual open mic spots. yes i knew yeah. i sucked mm. and then i decided to buy a club right away i bought a club right away so i can do 10 hours a day i sucked a lot in the 10 hours a day thing but it helps you to get a sucking out because you can be on stage every hour every right. hour I what, keep what, what is your which club is yours it's a hollywood comedy on melrose but I don't, I don't go there. I don't stand outside because whenever I'm there, people won't get their nails done. <laughs> they don't understand it's a club. So I just avoid the confusion. And is it, is it still there? Is it still yes, a place we can go? Yes, it's going strong. Every, every day we have a, uh, 10 hours open mic, weekends we have shows. The moment I knew I have it is that uh, 
the showcase I did for Love Factory. The moment I became a paid regular at Love Factory, I remember I stand outside Love Factory on Tuesdays for the audition. I, I, I stand there at 1 p.m. for five hours. I would have a lawn chair waiting there for five hours to do the audition. Like for a year, I never got a call back. Then I start paying people 50 bucks to stand in line for me. I show up at five. Nice, nice. And still, I had nothing. So I remember I got the uh, showcase audition, like uh, the, the search of funniest female comedian. I remember, I'm like, fuck it. They, they won't like me. I'm gonna, I don't give a fuck. Where was this? Where? At Laugh Factory. Laugh Factory. I remember yeah. I went on stage. Yeah. That's when I knew I have it. I didn't give a fuck. I did my set. I walked the fuck out. Was then, that was that the first time you didn't give a shit when you went up on stage? I totally don't give a shit and be like, nobody likes me and I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go up there and I'm, if I offend them, I don't give a fuck. If you understand my English, I don't give a fuck. Have you been able to maintain that attitude? Yes. Is that, After that, I got it. It's like a... It's like I was chosen at the moment. I, I just, I knew I was somebody and then I became somebody. People were laughing. The reaction was just uh, crazy. And then the the manager walked after me. He said, hey, do you want a spot on Thursday? as the, the open mic spot. He's like, there's no open mic. It's a show. Then I got passed. Then I became a regular at the Love Factory. That's my first club that uh, verified me. That's the one that puts you up on the marquee, right? I think so. Yeah. 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 So that's when I knew I, w I have it. Then and, I just never lost it because I had the confidence. And did you did you continue your day job at that point? Were you still doing business? I don't do day job. Uh, I think uh, I I stopped my. The, the problem is that do not give up your day job after you marry a rich guy who is not gay, who is doesn't smoke and drink. So after I married him, because he's so rich, that didn't make any sense for me to work anymore. But I was okay. I was good, making really good money. Mm. So I just stopped working, and mm. that's big. And then he started controlling me mm. because he gave me a lot of money we spent. But then I realized that I have to ask him for money or like it's his money i can feel yeah. even it's like our account yeah. so actually um i never i mean since like 2018 i don't i don't work anymore and, so, and when did he leave i think uh, we um two years ago two year and a half ago is when uh, we separated okay and, and when was that day at the comedy store the laugh factory the laugh factory that was actually we were already separated so it was, it was about uh, also about two years yes ago. And, and did he, did he happened. support you? But you were doing all, you were buying the club and all that stuff. Did he no. support that? No, he was, was making he fun of me. Was he angry with it? Making fun yes. of it? Yes. Yes. He's like, you're ugly. You know, that doesn't mean you can do comedy. I'm like, that's what my mom said. Like, why are you kidding me? You should hang out. So uh, he just, uh, he did an invest movie for me in China, but he wanted to make sure that uh, he made it happen. Mm. But the comedy thing, like I'm doing my stupid open max and uh, I'm not going anywhere, but he's not doing anything for me. Mm -hmm. So he didn't want to, me to do anything without his influence. Crazy. He wants to be the ringmaker. So wild. Yeah, right. he's okay with me being an actress as long as he's financing the film. And, and you've got something coming up in China, right? Yeah. I, Can you talk about it? I, I think it's a huge show that I'm going to be in it. So it's really great because people, like, I, not a lot of girls like me on camera. What is that? You keep saying that. What does that mean? Because they, they like, <laughs> when you see the K-pop, they all, like, the bleached asshole, skinny little... Oh. <laughs> They all White have bleached assholes. People I, I don't see their assholes usually, but all like the dark, thick bitches mopping the floor like me in the back. But you, if you so your skin color isn't right. Yeah, and also I have big jaw, and oh. I I just I refuse to oh, be they, like I see oh that. let me make my jaw smaller so I can be pretty. I just like I'm like I think I'm pretty. They were I like eh, they were vomiting. So I think I don't think so. I think now like when I was on Cosmo, uh, I was on Cosmopolitan China, and they liked to. Uh, all my dark skin and my jaw and my skin uh, was dark because they uh, didn't do any color correct. They uh, were like, you know what? Well, I want girls your skin color to to feel happy and to look. So to, there's no. a kind of a progressivism. It's in China. very yeah, yeah. It's happening. Uh, good. It's happening. It's really good. All right, and it's all about Stacy. 
All right, so <laughs> so get get a picture on Stacy again because she was mugging for the camera for you. Mm. Yes, <laughs> I'm wearing a Chinese dress. I don't want you to confuse me and Brad. Okay, so speaking of Brad, you're pretty gonna, on Rumble apparently. We're so. gonna take a bit, a quick little break here, and we're gonna bring the great Brad Williams in here. So we're gonna complete the what Caleb presented in the uh, headline for this show as the dumpster baby and the dwarf. You'll we'll explain, Brad Williams, after this. If you're trying to figure out the right present for someone, you will not go wrong with gifting the most comfortable sheets, clothing, and accessories that your friends and family have ever felt. Of course, I'm talking about Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth has the softest and most comfortable sheets, blankets, towels, PJs, joggers, and more guaranteed. Susan and I love them. In fact, we still have Cozy Earth sheets on our bed. I slept in them last night. I was thinking about how great they were. And look at this. I'm wearing one of their super comfortable t-shirts right now. I don't get, I just can't get enough of Cozy Earth. Their sheets are durable, machine washable, and come with a 10-year warranty against defects. So no surprise that Cozy Earth's brand has been featured on Oprah's Favorite Things for five years in a row. Whether it's their luxury pajamas, super soft bedding, loungewear, or plush bath towels, you will love shopping and gift giving at Cozy Earth. Here's my gift to you this holiday season. Go to CozyEarth.com, enter code DREW, to save 40%. That's CozyEarth.com with code DREW. CozyEarth.com, code DREW, save 40%. I think everyone knows the next medical crisis could be just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of another pandemic or something much more routine like a tick bite. You and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their physicians on like Dr. McCullough frequently. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals you can trust. And their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. It's really, it's a safety net. It's an insurance policy yeah, absolutely. that you hope you're not going to need. But if you need it, you sure as heck are going to wish you had it if you need it. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin, z -Pak, the medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all these life-saving medications. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID-19, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured, knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to help you and your family stay safe from whatever life throws at you next. Go to drdrew.com slash TWC. That is drdrew.com forward slash TWC to get 10% off today. Just click on that link. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Now, uh, Jiao Ying, I did not give your Instagram all the stuff. Why don't we do that? Go give them all the particulars where they can find you. Uh, Jiao Ying Summers, J-I-A-O-Y-I-N-G-S-U-M-M-E-R-S. -E you can go buy tickets for my shows at summerscomedy.com. Is Summers a, a translation of something? Yeah, translation of my ex-husband's uh, last name, Sha. Sha means summer. Oh, interesting. I was just guessing that. That's All right, so smart. let's bring the great Brad Williams in here now. Brad, welcome. Hey, buddy. Hello, sir. Good to see you. Good to see you, Jia Ying. I did not know that you guys knew each other, but during the break, uh, we just call her Stacy or Joanna if I stumble over her name, uh, that Stacy <laughs> knew you and you guys have been at the Laugh Factory together. And uh, Brad, give your stuff. Where, where do you want people to find you? Website, everything? Sure. Uh, BradWilliamsComedy.com. That's for all the dates. And then if you want to uh, stream my brand new special, Starfish, uh, that is out today. Literally today it is out. It is on the platform Veeps. Go to Veeps.com slash Brad Williams. Uh, it, it came out today, Dr. Drew, because today is December 21st. 
the winter solstice, the shortest day of the year. Marketing. <laughs> well done, my friend. Well done. And and starfish, not because you regrow your limbs, right? No, and not because I'm a huge fan of uh, Limp Biscuits album, Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water. I totally forgot about that uh, when, when, when I named the special, and now everyone thinks that I'm talking about uh, an anus, but I'm not. Uh, I'm more just... <laughs> I'm more just talking about star starfish is what I do when uh, the wife and I have a little bit of a fight and she makes me sleep on the couch. And then I just starfish on the couch because it's because a couch is still a king size bed for me. I, I, I've i seen and I've seen uh, Brad do. Uh, what are they not? the What are those called? Cartwheels on the stage. And you look kind of like a starfish at that point, too. <laughs> so. Yes, I'm, I I. I'm almost 40 now, Dr. Drew. I don't know if I can still do the cartwheels. I got to go for a little bit of physical therapy uh, if I got to do that. <laughs> but yes, um, yeah, it, I, it, I understand. it's an exciting time right now. And look at you. Look at you being so progressive with with a with a Chinese woman and a dwarf. This is great. And now now all I got to do is get my kid on the broadcast because uh, my, my wife is Chinese. So we have an Asian dwarf baby. Oh, see, Xiao Ying was being racist against your wife. She said she was some other Asian ethnicity. Yeah, I saw that your wife was Japanese. No, no, that no. She she is she is Chinese. She's half Chinese, half deadbeat dad. What's what's deadbeat dad? Deadbeat dad. Oh, deadbeat. Oh, be careful with the starfish um on your on your couch because your wife put some wasabi to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Do you it, 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 is, it, it, it is true that the diet, yeah, I the, thought I knew what Chinese food was. I thought I knew what Chinese food was, but I'm white as hell. I'm from, I'm, I'm from Orange County, California. I thought Panda Express was authentic. Turns out, uh, not so much. Uh, uh, now it's my Mexican wife is do a lot of great, wonderful Chinese food. I love the, the soup-filled dumplings. Those are my absolute favorites. Ooh. And then uh, I introduced her to the food of my people, uh, Keebler. Keebler elves. And, uh, and uh, Susan, I told you that uh, Panda, Panda Express or Panda uh, was Mexican food. That's, you just, <laughs> just confirmed that. Yeah, if they ask, hire us as a spokesperson, I will make sure I market the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> did you, Brad, did, were you listening before we went on a little break there, Zhao Ying's sort of uh, origin story and the, the effort and the drive and all the stuff she put out to... to create this this comedy career she has you worked yeah. you worked awfully hard too and you have a similar not a similar but you have your own kind of wild origin story about being funny T tell tell it if you don't mind do you know the story and about him and his dad i i, I feel like i can't know from the yeah i i feel like i can't compete with being thrown into a dumpster uh i did not crawl out of a dumpster i don't think i'd be able to very small lift <laughs> uh so you you win there, Stacey Joanne Zhao Ying. You win about that. <laughs> but um, the thing is, is pretty much all comedians have some sort of villain origin story. We all have something. Uh, uh, mine was I was in the audience of a stand-up comedy show. The comedian on stage was making midget jokes. Half the audience was laughing, and the other half was like, <laughs> like just... Uh, <laughs> not laughing and the comedian said what is one of them here and i just raised my creepy little hand in the air and it's like yeah and uh 
He called me up on stage and started asking me questions. I answered the questions honestly. My answers got laughs, and that's when I decided to be a comedian. I, I remember he asked me what I did for a living. And at the time, because I grew up in Orange County, California, and as all kids in Orange County have to do at some point, uh, I was working at Disneyland. And I announced that. Oh. The audience laughed. And then I turned to oh. them and said, fuck you, I'm not one of the seven. Uh, and that got another <laughs> laugh. <laughs> and now, and that was that was the adrenaline I needed. And the, uh, now, uh, 20 years later, uh, just as I had predicted, I would have a stand-up comedy special streaming on a, br- a brand new platform called Veeps. Called it. And and your dad figured large into some of that origin, right? Because it's it's yeah. Joe Ying's mom figured loud into hers as uh, her whole career is fuck you, mom. Uh, <laughs> your, your dad kind of set you up that way too. Yeah, mine's not a fuck you, dad. Mine is more I'm proving him right uh, because uh, uh, here's the thing. My dad, not a dwarf. He said, um, but hang on now. He set you up for fuck you, dad. That's what that's how that's what he was setting up. Think about it. Well, kind you, of. You've uh, you've turned it into a positive, but he was he must some people yes. could in today's world you would have been a victim. You know? Sure, but no, right? not not a, okay, not a victim. Go ahead. My dad was a visionary. Here's what he did. My dad knew because he's average size. Uh, my dad is not a dwarf. We don't all come from the same tribe. Uh, you know, you can't drive down the street and be like, oh, which house do all the dwarves live in? You're right. It's the mushroom with the door in it. Like that, that that's not something that you can do. Uh, my dad, not being a little person, but he had the wherewithal to understand and know that I would be bullied in school. He knew I would be. So to be so to prepare me for that, he bullied me first. He would constantly make fun of me, but he would encourage me to hit him back with something. And together, him and I would actually write comebacks to insults so that when I got to school and kids thought that they were being clever, I would have something to say to them. And kids learned real fast. Don't make fun of Brad. He'll make you cry. And Xiao Ying, you 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 could you sort of what your mom was doing, right? This is a, you, you didn't really think yeah, of it this my, way. Yeah, my mom got me right. She's like you can't wear pink. People are gonna make fun of you in school. By the way, actually, also Brad, does your Chinese wife know you are not a Bradley William Pitt? <laughs> does she know that? <laughs> She's aware. She's aware. Uh, uh, okay, good. I just kidding. Her eyes are probably small, so I just want to make sure she knows. <laughs> Yeah, every time you type my name into Google Images, uh, she is well. She is well aware that him and I are very different. <laughs> okay, I just I'm just to make sure she yeah. And, and you, guys, you and you guys had similar uh, heritage at the Laugh Factory, I guess, which I did not realize. Which is so fun that that I, yeah. you know both you guys are I consider friends, and and I did not know you have that kind of origin together. Brad yeah, is always uh, explosive on stage. I've yeah. never seen Brad yeah. not giving a hundred percent. There's some oh. comedian, you know, they are funny, yeah. but sometimes you are just like, oh, not not their day. But Brad, every in. day is Brad's day. Yeah. Every fucking day is. I just always hundred percent giving to, to them. Yeah, I agree with that. And, Love and, it. Yeah, extraordinary. And, and but you do the same thing. Yeah, and, I do because like you know, people only remember the worst performance you ever had. But but is that is good. that from all those years of working so hard at the open mic and stuff? I do think you, so. You I have push, so much stage time that. Yeah. Uh, all the bombing I do on, because um, I have a club. I go there every day. So when I'm on you stage, you still do it. You still do it. No, I still no. do it. I, every day. Last night I did two shows. Wow. And then I went to the club to to see other people to to see the open makers to make fun of them. Uh-huh, so I went on stage and. 
Have you ever seen the Kill Tony uh, thing? Yes, I was in uh, Austin a few weeks ago, yeah. and a long time. I mean, I think I, I got on Kill Tony once when I was in Austin. As like as, a, as the open micer or as somebody doing? They the, gave me like a special guest, but I wasn't I wasn't big enough to be a host right, two, right, right. two years ago. But, but but maybe you could start a whole Kill Tony type thing out here, where you make fun of all the open micers. And stuff. Or like being a Chinese and steal the people's idea and make money from it. Too. I love that. I'm just your I'm, version. Yeah, I'm so excited now. <laughs> So, oh my goodness! So, Brad, I uh, want to see that. Marathon? By the way, I I want I to see her roast open micers. Uh, I I don't think I know a lot of them would keep doing comedy after she got done with them. <laughs> yeah, you should roast them too, Brad. Yeah, uh, I've actually she would been make a judge. people cry. Yeah, I've been a judge yeah. on, uh, on Kill Tony, and I'll I'll say nothing breaks the spirit of a young comedian seeing someone half their size. Tell, telling them exactly what they're doing wrong and then being better than them. <laughs> and and what's going on these days with you 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 throw the dwarf and midget terms around freely. Are are we allowed to use that? Is it are you still getting shit for that? Hey, what, what's going on there? As far as I'm concerned, you're allowed to say it. For me, it's all about context. Um I'll tell you this story, Dr. Drew. One time I was doing a show in Odessa, Texas. Jealous? Of course you are. And yeah. uh, I was doing a show there and there was a heckler that uh, during the show that we had a back and forth, eventually had to throw him out and the show ends. I'm going back to the car to drive me back to the hotel and we see lights turn on in the parking lot from a pickup truck. And a, this truck starts racing towards us and a guy Whoa. leans out the truck and yells out, kill the dwarf. Now, in that scenario, I did not stop and be like, well, thank you for using the proper nomenclature. That's wonderful. How progressive. No, it wasn't the dwarf part that offended me. It was the kill the that I had the problem. Yeah. With. So me. Yes, I can understand that. Me personally, I, I look at the context. How are you using it? How 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 are you saying it? And if your intention's good, I don't care. But in general, in general, um, the word yeah. dwarf, good, little person, great, midget, not so much. Don't use that one. Oh, oh, that's an that's a change because you used to lean into the M word. I did, and I still I still do because it's kind of like my word. But uh, you know, I'm I'm allowed. Oh, hang to on, say the dog's it. farting here. Yes. Yes, he's like really killing it. <laughs> Where is he? The dog is farting. It's a this dog is in love with Zhao Ying, but yeah, he, licking my knees. He got very he's excited knees, now. He's like my either knees. somebody shit in here or the dog just farted. Yeah. yeah. Oh, when, it's bad. Yes. It's bad. When you say the dog is farting, I thought that was like code for we've got to get one of these comedians out of here. Uh, <laughs> I thought that I thought that was like the duck flies at midnight. The dog farts in the studio like that's what i thought <laughs> i thought that william's guy's bombing get rid of him yeah so i just so want to let glad. you guys know that i noticed that restream has picked up x so we can see your comments on twitter now oh yeah so yeah oh, that's, that's pretty cool yeah, it's a new feature. I, i'm Hooray, hooray. That's nice. Now and we can our, see her. And is Rumble surviving? I, I, I was watching my Rumble feed for a second, and some weird disclaimer came up about <laughs> Donald Trump or something. It was very odd. I, I don't what? know. Anyway, I don't know if That's you guys weird. saw that. I don't know. It was, uh, yeah. 
It's all Donald Listen, Trump's fault again. We gotta again. get and you back on the ballot in Colorado. <laughs> Unfortunate things happening in Colorado. They're a mile high, but their heads in the clouds. I'm not on the ballot. Very unfortunate, Colorado. Very unfortunate. <laughs> do you do imitations, Yao Yang? Do you do any? Uh, I I just I don't do. I just do my mom. Um, mm. yeah, I don't have talents with um, accent in like in English, but I can do Chinese accents. But nobody cares. I well, I noticed you're pretty good at that. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, so a couple things I want to get into. First of all, I want to wish everyone happy holidays. Uh, one of the reasons we're having a little levity here is it is holiday season and Christmas is coming up as we uh, stream this show. It's coming up in a couple of days. Uh, uh, happy hold on. New Year, I happy gotta, holidays. Uh, yeah. Dr. Drew, sorry. Christmas is in a couple of days? Uh, sorry, man. I'll meet I got you, toys I'll meet to you make. Yes. One sec. Be right back. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I'm making toys too. <laughs> me and my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> That's really don't funny. Worry. So uh, cute. Don't worry. Uh, I've got and, and, the trains. Uh, you get the iPhones. We'll be good. Done. Yeah, oh, nice. I like nice. that. I like Perfect. that. Xiao uh, Ying in one of those white, like sterile outfits. I can see it now. Yes. I'm making, I'm making all the iPhones. <laughs> I have all the um, chips in there. I can supervise you, you know. How is married life? I don't think I've even been in your presence since we were at your wedding. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Oh no. Well, we we've hung out. We've done shows together. But uh, yeah, married married life person? is great. I'm, I'm sorry. We been what in person together? I can't have we, have we been in person together? I feel like we've done some like on the phone and on the streams and yeah, things. But yeah, anyway, how's been, how's how's married life? Married life is great. Uh, uh, you could tell it's going well because I'm doing uh, this show from a small office that is designated my space in the house. Uh, the rest of the space nice. would be uh, my wife's, and but hey, she gave she gave me this nice little corner. And as a dwarf, I can still there's plenty of space. I don't take up a lot. I I don't need a lot. It's fine. Yeah, you fit there just fine. She put in yeah. a bamboo closet. Mm, is that bamboo? <laughs> this is actually this is actually a soundproof material. So uh, so I so I can talk I think smack it's the same about thing my wife stuff. and oh, she MDX. will never hear it outside yeah, of this. Yeah, we have some of it over in one of the other. Susan's creating a whole environment here where we can do different shots. And so <laughs> one day we will move around the room. Should come in sometime. Yeah. We're, are you guys still in Orange County? Is that where you're living? No, we uh, we moved, and uh, but we're still in Southern California. So, yeah, I would love to come into the studio sometime. Today just didn't work because I'm doing a ton of press because, like I said earlier, my special starfish is out today. So we we I've been appearing on shows all day uh, from the comfort of my own home. Now the other thing I wanted to get into was uh, <laughs> I know Xiao Ying is a big Friends fan, so I, yes, I, I saved my friends. Matthew Perry commentary for you. The parallel economy has empowered us to care for our health, well-being, as well as longevity. Likewise, for us pet parents who now have a place to go when it comes to keeping the family dogs, cats, even horses in the best shape possible. As a dog dad, I'm thrilled to be working with Pet Club 24-7, a company founded by two guys who lost dogs to serious conditions, including cancer. Pet Club 24-7 has an incredible array of products, including a line of supplements for humans, such as the Inforce Plus Corollius Versicolor and Inforce Corollius Versicolor with Reishi. My friend and colleague, Christina Ferrari, a cancer survivor herself, swears by it. When I was diagnosed, the doctor in the emergency room told me, you have two years to live. Oh, boy. Along with the stem cell, I took these. I have been in remission 
for eight years now. For dogs, mush puppy treats are a fan favorite. Rex, you want to, oh boy. <laughs> he came right. Oh, there he is. They are also made with the Coriolis versicolor mushroom, which supports their immune system, according to hundreds of clinical studies. Here's Kristen Ludlow, National Vice President. That strain does matter. We do have the most potent strain, and we also extract it in a proprietary way. And that's why we've been having such wonderful experiences with these products. Mush puppies are made here in the U.S. There are no fillers. It's non-addicting. Your dog can't accidentally overdose. Go to drdrew.com slash petclub247 for discount off the list price. That is drdrew.com. P-E-T-C-L-U-B-247, Pet Club 247. Stacy, um, <laughs> and that is, uh, you guys have any questions about what took poor Matt Perry out? Did you read about that? Did you? I mean, I read you, about it. it. <coughs> Sorry. I imagine what took him out was the water. You know, if, if yeah, that, that's that's bad. That is the final pathway. Yes, much okay. like Whitney Houston and Whitney <laughs> Houston's daughter. Uh, everybody took too much sedating medication. And can you get some water for Jiaying? Maybe. Oh, where? Oh, yes. Okay. No, don't uh, don't give her water. Look what it did to Matthew Perry. I know. Oh, no. I was just thinking there was a great <laughs> juxtaposition there. Maybe that's how my brain works. You say the word water, I go. I must get that for the guest. Yes. <laughs> Uh, in any event, he um, there's all this consternation about the ketamine. He, he ketamine does not make you stop breathing. We use ketamine in huge amounts in emergency rooms with particularly young adults and adolescents because it doesn't stop breathing. You can use and it's, it's a dissociative anesthetic. You can use a large amount to make them kind of away from the experience, and they don't stop breathing. The problem here, he was also on buprenorphine, which is a powerful opiate opioid and he was on Ativan and Clonopin. Clonopin I don't know if it still does but for a long time had a black box warning with benzo with uh, buprenorphine you're not supposed to take those two together. Taking two benzodiazepines makes zero sense especially in the setting of addiction, especially on buprenorphine and then you add the ketamine in and somebody's going to fall asleep. But it's what suppresses the breathing is actually the buprenorphine and the ketamine the clonopin and uh, it was enough to make him not jump out of the water when he came when he fell asleep and fell in. But uh, don't make I, my my position is ketamine. Yeah, it's odd that he got his hands on a lot of ketamine. Yes, he shouldn't have been abusing it. I don't like ketamine infusions for people with addiction. I've seen it trigger them, but it's not directly what killed him. I feel very strongly about it. So anyway, that's that's your friend. But uh, uh, was that where you learned English with friends? Yes, I yes I learned English watching friends. Mm. I'm sorry about that. Uh, Andrea, what were you going to say? No, I'm just saying I, I, I have friends that have uh, used ketamine uh, as an antidepressant. Is that? Yeah, you true? get, you can do, you can get, that's what he was getting. It, it's hard to know whether he was getting that or getting these guided therapies that people get under ketamine uh, infusion sometimes. That's more sort of controversial. And then the ketamine infusions for depression, it's a series of six typically for people that have recalcitrant depression. But again, in the setting of addiction, it can trigger the addiction. So that's been my experience at least. So there you go. But what did you think of this country when you're watching Friends? Are you are you here then or are you in China? I was, I was in China uh, watching Friends. I just feel like uh, 
damn, they are lazy. <laughs> Nobody's working. It's just talking and just chatting and just like all day just talking. Oh, Who's why- paying for shit? Who is paying for the apartment? I was just calculating. I'm like, no, there's no way. It's exactly right, and and th- that's that's brilliant. And so, what what did you think? Like, I want to, I got to get a, be a part of this. I got to go visit this place where people don't have to work. I want uh, Rachel's outfits. I want ripped her outfit from her. I want all her outfits. I see. And- so it was the fashion that got you yeah. into the thing. I I just like I have an idea. Like I. Not to judge, I have a drinking problem. I had one. I'm sober, seven months sober. So I understand. Thank you, Dr. Ju. Mm-hmm. I understand addiction. I'm not trying to judge from a high horse. My father was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. So the only reason he's not disappointed in me is because he's not sober. He doesn't know I'm a loser. And he's So I, I don't believe in like cocaine and uh, opium. You don't, you don't believe in it? I just feel people should not be doing it. Yes, I know that's we a good do idea it. not to do it. I know we, you, you do it to feel better, but mm. you should not feel better. You are a piece of shit. If you feel like a Michael Jackson, somebody's lying to you. It's not like just, uh, you. yeah, if you feel bad, sit in. So so Look. hold on. So hang on, because this is not the way I'm trained to think, and yet I kind of dig <laughs> it. Crazy. Hang on. Oh, I dig it. You're saying if you feel like a piece of shit, lean into it. Yes. Ask yourself why. Lean because, into your shittiness. Yeah, because you don't have a job, you're ugly, and people hate you. Go to the gym and find a job and just like move, move. Water is human. Human are like water in Chinese. If you don't move, you become stinky. It's because you're a loser. How do you say that in Chinese? Human is like uh, water? Like uh, um, uh, it's like water should be flowing inside. If it's not flowing, it's going to become stinky. Yeah. So if you are lazy, you know, it's your fault. Don't Qing, do drugs. Qing, say it again. Oh, okay, like I always say. Yeah, you, you, if you want, if you, if you take some drug, you feel like a Michael Jackson, big mistake. You should not be feeling like Michael Jackson because you are a loser. Also, Michael Jackson don't feel good. Even though he's Michael Jackson, so That's the drug right. don't make you happier. That's absolutely true. And But there's, there's a deep wisdom of what you're saying, which is, see reality, assess yourself realistically and see reality on reality's terms. And if you don't like it, change it. Yeah. Sit outside in a lawn chair outside the comedy factory yeah. for months at a time until yes. they listen to you. Yes, they yeah. may never will, but it's okay. It's okay. That, <laughs> because that is one factor. And, and, and if you're feeling depressed because you are ugly and, if, and, and you're living in Los Angeles or New York, Denver, Austin, Miami, if you're living in one of those cities, just move. Move to a place move with far less people. You will feel way prettier. I've been to almost every darn city across this country. There are places you can go that, man, if you're an LA 7, you will be a North Dakota 10, okay? You you yes. will feel good about yourself. Yes, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. You are hot somewhere. And so... <laughs> And, and and not only that, but you you'll feel more successful with having packed your bags and moved because cost of living is vastly different, vastly different. Yeah, you were you guys as you guys are you doing a lot of traveling around the country, Chagang? Yes, I, yeah. I travel a lot. Okay, and, and so where, as you see the country, where where if you were nineteen years old or twenty five years old or something, and you were looking for a place to get started that was a lovely place that was reasonable living expenses to start it is. Um, uh, Acting? No, no. Just uh, it not because you got to kind of be in an urban center for that kind of thing. But just you're just a young person starting out, and you you can't stand the st- the cost of living, and you're yes. looking for a nice place to if live. If I believe in happiness, I would have stayed in like a like a really like a nice little town in a green area of Kentucky, like blue area, like Lexington, Lexington. where the gays right. and lesbians are welcome. Okay, and, Lexington. Yeah, Brad. But, how about you? 
Yeah, uh, kind of similarly, my favorite place in the world are blue cities in the middle of red states because I feel like that's a good balance. So if, if you can Austin? find, yeah, Austin's great, Nashville, Denver, all those cities are awesome because they're like they're these little blue hubs in the middle of red states. So you don't get too far either way. And uh, yeah, mm. cost of living is way less than uh, California. But, but to sure. be fair, all the uh, all the uh, refugees from the blue big cities are going to end up in the in the red places. And so almost no matter where you go, it's going to get more purpley. I, I always thought North Carolina mm -hmm. and uh, there's so many nice cities in North Carolina. Do you, are you going to say yes? Oh, I, I toured there. Yeah. Um, Raleigh, right? Raleigh yeah. or Asheville or Greenville. There's so yeah, many yeah, beautiful Raleigh. places. And, and Raleigh, people, Charlotte, everyone's, Charlotte, everyone's happy. Asheville, it's great. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah so. that way, way less tax. Way less. <laughs> way less. And you go to Tennessee, <laughs> zero, in fact. Wow. Zero. Yeah. You know that? I should go there. Yes, you should think about that. Knox, <laughs> uh, uh, I was just in Chattanooga the other day. That's a beautiful town. All right, Brad, we're going to let you go. Tell them again where to find everything. Yes, just go to bradwilliamscomedy.com for all the tour dates. I've got over 70 cities in 2024 that I'm touring in. Uh, so if I'm not coming to your town, just wait. And most importantly, the comedy special, Starfish. There it is. You see me. Look at that, Spread Look Eagle. At that. Uh, out Look today that. Uh, on the streaming platform, Veeps. You don't have to pay to subscribe. You can go there, see a concert from the Imagine Dragons, and also see a comedy special from me. Really enjoyed making this special. Really proud of it and hope you all enjoy it. Congratulations. Congratulations. And, yeah, and uh, enjoy the shortest shortest day of the year. Well done, sir. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Great seeing you both. All right. I just got that joke. All right, Brad. See you later. <laughs> Let's, um, God, the dog is farting again over Where's, here. Oh. Do you smell that? Yeah, oh, my God. Smell, where is yeah. he? He eats well, so he farts stinky. I'm going to take a call if you guys are cool He's with pointing that. his butt in your direction. We're going to talk to Mimi. Uh, he's also sleeping on the camera, so if it wiggles. Oh, he's on this camera? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's why it was moving. All right, Mimi, you got you to gotta unmute <laughs> yourself. <laughs> It is breathtaking. I can't breathe. It's, yeah, it's, 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 Hold on. Hey, Hold on. I have conspiracies. I, Thank you, Drew, for letting me speak in your space. I just wanted to bet. say... What's your conspiracy? My conspiracy is, and I just wanted to talk to you directly, if, and if successful, if they lock up Trump and he is a um, previous president and he has security, don't they have to lock up his security with him? I just wanted to get your intake or, or, because or they, they would have, have to, to take the that's whole really, floor. Like, what an interesting <laughs> question. That's a great question. Because so you, your point is, that's a, I, no one has ever thought of that. Good. You, what else are you thinking about these days, baby? What, what, use, that, use that mind for good. So, so, so she's asking, Charlene, she's asking, Trump has to have a Secret Service dispatch at all times because he's a former president. Mm -hmm. What happens when they put him behind bars? Do they have to provide their own security for him or do Everybody they have to lock up like the security 20, with him? I have 27. I have 27 as I far as his security. So all 20. So if y'all lock up Trump, y'all locking up 27 other men, fathers, mothers, um, attendants. Like I guess they could. 27. They, 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 yeah. I guess they would be able to take shifts. Well, Xiaoyun, what do you say? Yeah, they could rotate. Trump is going to be safe in jail. He's wearing a diaper. Nobody's going to touch him. 
But what? But what? But he's required to have. I mean, Mimi makes a great thing. Which, but point, which is he has. He's required to have security. Security. Yeah, that's he's a, he's a former president. They're, I think he can have uh, uh, twenty uh, Russian supermodels as his insecurity detail. Ah, so he'll pick his own secret service. <laughs> insecurity details. Insecurity detail. All right, let's get Josh up. See if he wants to say something. Anybody else? If you're interested, just raise your hand. Come on up here. We'll. I mean, or do you up. lose all your rights when you go to jail? Well, that's it's what's great about her question. It's like something nobody ever thinks about. It's like, what do you, what does that mean even? Uh, you won't go to jail. Yeah, uh, Dr. Drew. Him, uh, Sorry. Hey, what's going on there? Uh, not much. So I was listening to Roseanne and you um, mm. just about an hour ago. Great, great podcast that was just released between Roseanne Barr and yourself. And you were talking about mental illness. Um, and I was wondering, is there a connection between comedy, comedians, and um, manic depression or bipolar? Well, funny you would ask. I'll let Chow Ying chew on that a little bit at first. Uh, what do you think? What, when you, then, and without, you can tell a joke first, but without joking, what are your thoughts on that? I think um, all comedians are uh, fucked up. The beauty about it is like they know they are fucked up, so they unleash the evil. So uh, they, 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 they heal from it. I, I think comedy is a way to process your, your thoughts and uh, express yourself uh, f from your trauma that you are okay with your trauma. So, so to pile on to what she's saying, Josh, uh, the reason that that whole After Dark uh, podcast and YouTube channel was set up was because Christina, Christina Przyski, who is Tom Segura's wife, said to me, you know, comedians are also fucked up. I want you to talk to them and, and talk to them about their fucked upness and what, what it is. And... Uh, and I found almost everyone had, well, virtually everyone had trauma. So that's what, that's what Chow Ying's talking about. And the trauma was a source of different things for different people. I mean, if you talk to Bobby Lee, man, oof, his trauma is still, still troubling. I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's still, he's processing it through the comedy enough yet. Um, but I, it seems like you like are very productive with your comedy with the trauma. Like it really, yes. do, 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 you, do you have feelings when you, when you use this, the trauma as a source? In other words, do you feel it still? I, I got over it. I Did, think I got over it. I feel it. When I talk about it, I just like, wow. Damn, but then I I was able to be be over it just because if I'm not over it, the, the audience is not gonna feel safe. It, oh, that's interesting. And and Josh, to your question in specific, uh, almost every comedian that killed him or herself was bipolar. So there is something about yeah. bipolar, yeah, and, and disorder. And I don't know what exactly why, but that is definitely but, in the mix. But I feel like there's comedians that aren't bipolar. Um, and I think those oh, are the yeah. ones that are really interesting to look at because, you know, you can do it without being bipolar. But my question really is, is yep. like, is it a cure? I mean, if you're productive yep. and you're bipolar yep. and, but there is a dark, I mean, yes. Yeah, so suicide, you can talk about that, but obviously that's okay. always yep. the risk and, and that's really serious stuff. Yeah, so let me let me answer your question. I would answer it by saying it it is not good for bipolar. It does not help bipolar. That's why these guys have killed themselves. And they and many of them, if you remember, um, oh shoot, big tall guy with a beard. He just killed himself about two years ago. Um, everyone loved him. God dang it, uh, Susan. Can you look up just or Caleb, a bipolar comedian, suicide like two thousand eighteen or nineteen. <coughs> 
everyone, everyone knew him. Everyone loved him. He had severe bipolar. And uh, the comedy worked against him mm-hmm. because, because he would refuse to take Brody his medication. Stevens? And, mm-hmm. uh, Brody. Brody Stevens. Brody. Thank you very much. Oh. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I think so. It's the farts. It's the fart. <laughs> Something in this room. Anyway, he um, he would refuse to take his medicine. They don't feel as funny when they're you know they're stable. It, it really does not work well with bipolar, but it does work well with trauma. It, and trauma, for the reasons Chow Yun just mentioned, you you it it's not a cure because we actually studied some comedians when we did our narcissism study, and it's not as though the comedians had less narcissism. They had plenty of narcissism uh, and plenty of trauma. Uh, but it, it depends what you mean by cure. You're saying that it helps you regulate your feelings about trauma, right? It doesn't bother you so much. Uh, yeah, it helped me regulate, yeah. but it doesn't fix it. it right. Yeah. It helps you regulate. Yes. And so the problem then still is how do you, how do you deal with the trauma in a relationship, right? Does it does it come out there? And that's what you and I are going to have to talk about. Yes. Yeah. That's whenever you come, whenever Jiaoying comes up to me, she goes, "Why am I so fucked up? Why am I so fucked up?" Yes. And yet we've never had the conversation. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> um, I think because I, my I mom's want to. still alive and she lives with me. <laughs> I see. I see. But they live forever. Asian women. I see. So you know, they're f- like turtles. I see. You're, you're f- <laughs> tortoises. Tortoises. Yeah. To be fair. Tortoises. Yeah. Tortoises. Yeah. Uh, Daisy, Joanna, Zhao Ying, thank you so much for coming and joining us in our house. We appreciate you being here. We thank welcome you. For you. Me. Thank you for the flowers. Uh, you made Susan laugh continuously for an hour and a half. I love you. I love you, Susan. <laughs> uh, it's uh, thank you for uh, sort of uh, doing part of the inaugural launching of our of our studio it's, here. It's my owner. And now we got to work on the dog problem. Yeah, it is. Yes. Uh, it is breathtaking. Sorry. But he really gets going, boy. I don't Ooh. understand. Well, it rained yesterday. Maybe he needs to go outside. Uh I'm not. I don't know. That's oof, that is. He's talent. completely dead asleep. Like well, that's know. how he's letting loose. When he <laughs> yeah, a little he's, too he's much relaxed. for our audience. To uh, know. Caleb, anything from your standpoint? Uh, no, I've I've been laughing a lot, so it's hard for me to pay attention. <laughs> <Good>. Everything else, <laughs> that, we wanted to sort of get into the holidays uh, with a little bit of levity, and uh, we knew Zhao Yun could bring. And it, we'd so. love requests for other comedians that we've had on After Dark before, and maybe you know if anybody is has any good ideas for 2023, we're going to have more in-studio guests that are funny. Funny. And, and if you need Jia Ying back, she people. lives only 15 minutes away. We'll She'll go, be back. We'll go get her. Yes, I would love to come here with oh, well. the children. Right. <laughs> we want to meet them. We've never met your kids. We'll lock, yes, I want to we'll meet your mom. Oh, my God. Wouldn't it be great to bring your mom here? We'll do a three-way interview here. Oh, Would my you? God. She, just, she, she got so famous on my podcast. We have like a billions of views on one clip. My mom just What did she do? She just said, Mom, I'm pretty in America. Dark skin, bigger is beautiful. She goes, <laughs> Americans' eyes are bigger. They should see better. So she just literally. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, so Whitey's eyes are bigger so they can see you better? Is yeah. that what she's saying? <laughs> 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 or they should be able to see you better, but they don't. Yeah, so they, yeah she, she just went viral in China because she just she didn't even care. She just say it. And so she thinks she'd do me a favor. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, you guys, uh, it's been a privilege. It's fun doing this. You know, we're sort of rolling to the end of 2024. We actually do have a big week coming up next week, too. Let me, let's put the particulars up here. I know that uh, we talked about Roseanne a minute ago. She's coming in on the 10th of January. We're gonna- have, you, have you met Roseanne? Oh my God, I'm a huge fan. She, of you were Roseanne. at the Skank Fest, right? No, no she I wasn't, wasn't Skank. Oh no, no, I wasn't. But I, uh, I, I, I love her comedy. Yeah, I love. She's 
She's a trip. somebody on the research said that you guys you guys should do a show together. Yeah, we'll we'll, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll you yeah. would lean into each other's stuff. It'd be very interesting. We're gonna keep the Chinese theme uh, going with Dr. Li Meng Yan coming in next Tuesday and Emily Kaplan on I guess that's Wednesday after Christmas usual time three o'clock. Uh, Sean Baker, uh, carnivore guy, Brian Kilmeade on the third, Jim Brewer on the fourth. Said Roseanne Paul Alexander after Roseanne. Uh, he's been he's been uh, pretty um, active lately on social media. He's got some more to say. We'll get all that. We get again. We'll take your uh, request if you want at contact at drdrew.com. We're happy to happy to uh, book guests that you want, and we appreciate the audience. We appreciate you all being here. We appreciate your support. We're going to continue into 2024 trying to uh, get things right. I do feel like things are turning a little bit. We're able to have more conversation, more clear conversation. Things that I was getting attacked for six months ago, lo and behold, are becoming consensus. Shocking. Um, and I'm sure I got things wrong too. And so that will come into, into focus more as we get into 2024 and we'll continue to fight the fight. Uh, I do suggest uh, if you miss the show from yesterday because of Rumble's attack, do check it out. Uh, speaking of the fighting the fight, they were kind of an extraordinary people. I, again, I, they were a little anti-vaxxy for my taste, but I love their uh, their um, uh, grassroots efforts to make change. And I might even join them. Even, I don't, you don't have to agree with everybody on everything, everybody. You can you can join people in their in their their task to make a better world. It's okay. You don't have to agree on every single point at all times. Oh, goodness gracious. All right, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you uh, Tuesday at three o'clock Pacific time. Ask Dr. Drew is produced by Caleb Nation and Susan Pinsky. As a reminder, the discussions here are not a substitute for medical care, diagnosis, or treatment. This show is intended for educational and informational purposes only. I am a licensed physician, but I am not a replacement for your personal doctor, and I am not practicing medicine here. Always remember that our understanding of medicine and science is constantly evolving. Though my opinion is based on the information that is available to me today, some of the contents of this show could be outdated in the future. Be sure to check with trusted resources in case any of the information has been updated since this was published. If you or someone you know is in immediate danger, don't call me, call 911. If you're feeling hopeless or suicidal, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255. You can find more of my recommended organizations and helpful resources at drdrew.com help. Thank <laughs> you.